We're talking about autism and depression and specifically some secret techniques to help improve your mental health so it takes you from being super depressed and always feeling like you're never going to get out of that to being very, very in control of it and potentially feeling better. Coming up. Hey guys, welcome back to the Aspie world. My name is Dan and I have autism, ADHD, OCD, and dyslexia. Okay guys, I'm talking about specific strategies I've used to get myself out of depressive states that I don't think I've seen anybody use before. Some of them in particularly, I've never ever heard anyone use, but I know that they're effective because I've used them. Okay guys, autism and depression. So a lot of people who are um, on the autism spectrum do come across depression quite often. It's actually quite common to have a depression di diagnosis comorbidly with autism. I have surely experienced depression a few times. It's not good. Uh, recently, I went through a really bad depressive state for a about two or three weeks, it was horrendous. Uh, one of the worst ones I've had actually in a, in a long time. And so because of that, it made me compelled to want to do this video. So I want to talk about the first thing that I um, I did to kind of overcome this, because what I, what I tried to do is rock myself out of it. I've tried medication before, and medication wasn't as effective for me because it just made me feel a bit worse. So I wanted to do something on my own, quite independent. Like, could I do this, you know? So I did this thing on my own and these are my techniques and they actually do work. So the first one I want to talk about is taking time in something new. I know it sounds bizarre, but a lot of people tell you to like, oh, you need to relax, take a step back. Now, if you're left to your own devices and you're feeling depressed, it's you're sitting there alone with thoughts and then your thoughts are going to manifest and they're going to um, build up on each other and then you're going to, the, the thoughts are going to talk to each other and they're going to come this evil ball inside your head. That's not going to work. So taking time for yourself, just sitting there, is going to make it worse in my experience. So this is what I think to do. Take time, but in something new. So forget everything you know. Like for me, okay, let's put it in perspective. I uh, didn't know anything about the app TikTok, okay? And I love growing social media businesses and I love growing social media. And so one of the things I wanted to do was, um, was TikTok eventually. So I was feeling super depressed and I was like, okay, why don't I focus in on TikTok? And by doing that, focusing on, on putting videos on TikTok and reaching out to people on TikTok and just basically playing around with the app and seeing where I could grow it and seeing how it works, that's going to take me away from the things that were making me feel depressed and give me new light on focus. And by doing that, it rocked me out of a, a one-track mind of, oh my goodness, you know, feeling sorry for myself and things getting worse. And by doing that, the focus shift. It was amazing. I actually, I can't recommend it enough. It's very, very, very effective. So taking time in something new is going to transfer your focus on something which is going to be positive because something new is always positive because you're in control of that. It's not like you're going to pick something new which can be highly destructive. You want to pick something new that's going to be very, very positive. And this could be anything. It could be like a hobby. It could be a new TV show that you want to get into. It could be absolutely anything. But just bear that in mind. Something new that you've never done before but you're very interested in. Okay, so the next one is focusing on yourself, self-development and happiness. What does this mean? So a lot of the time, depression comes from the fact that we have exterior sources that are putting pressure and negative pressure input into our systems. So you are a system and everything else is exterior. And what I mean by that is not your like life, not like the things that make you happy, like you know maybe your loved ones or your children or your parents or your friends or whoever it is, not those people. The things outside it like work or 
um, negative impact in your profession somewhere or negative impact in academia or like a friend maybe passing away. All those things are exterior to that little kind of like circle unit of happiness that surrounds what you're doing. So taking time for yourself is like this. It's a gratitude list. And I did this very, very simply. I decided that first thing in the morning, as soon as I woke up, I would write a gratitude list out, the things that I'm actually thankful for, because I had a hundred million things that were making me depressed and I was not thankful for. But I really chose the time to sit down and think about it, and something magical happened. When I sat down and thought to myself, what am I grateful for? And the things that, like, I'm grateful for the, the ability to experience life and things like that, and I'm grateful for my son, and I'm grateful for my, my job, and I'm grateful for my house, and I'm all grateful for all those things. When I started putting down the things I was grateful for, it actually ingested happiness into my life and that happiness through gratitude gave me some peace a respite if you if you will and that respite kind of gave me this almost a, a chance to breathe and that chance to breathe then set me on a nicer path i was actually planning to do that for a whole week doing every day waking up and doing a new gratitude list but the first one was so overpowering that i didn't need to do the others it did its job instantly so if you're like me and you're feeling like that way, why not try wake up and create a gratitude list for the things that you are focusing on within you, like the things that are making you happy, the, the, the idea of just breathing, sunshine, people you love, experiences, getting close to people, those things, those, those things that you should always be grateful for. Make a list because that list then becomes empowering because you see it and that is so much impact. Okay, the next thing here is something that I'm very strong on um, and I actually lack this a lot when I'm depressed or in a depressive state, I lack this. Something that I'm really big on is eating correctly. Eating the right foods, drinking the right things, hydration. A lot of people do this when they become depressed, they'll just either not eat anything at all and become really, really thin and malnourished, or they'll just eat the wrong things and that might harm your body, like, you know, like fast food and junk food and like candies and sweets and all that kind of stuff. So what you want to do actually is focus in on eating good foods. There are happy foods. There are good, like fresh fruit and vegetables, you know, things like fresh fruit and vegetables or whole foods, those things, even cooking a meal from scratch, those things are going to benefit your body. And whatever benefits your body benefits your mind and whatever benefits the mind benefits the soul. And that is a very clear path to healing and feeling better quickly. I didn't realize the importance of this and I stopped, I went off like eating fresh fruit and stuff and when I was going through my last depressive state, I was like, oh my goodness, what am I doing? Just eating like pizza and like crisps and stuff. And so then I was already a vegetarian, but then I decided to adopt a vegan lifestyle which cut out like cheese and stuff. So it made me more restricted to junk foods because, you know, cheese and milk, they're in a lot of like kind of junk foods that are not as good for you. And by doing that, Again, it helped clear my body and mind to then get me back in track and it kind of almost realigned me with the with the, the knowing of self and I wasn't so depressed from that. It was profoundly amazing. I found super high benefit from just changing my diet, only ever so slightly, but the impact was profound. So if you're feeling like me in that situation or you know that you're eating bad, bad foods, why not do a challenge for yourself saying, okay, well, I'm not going to eat any meat or I'm, I'm not going to eat any like, uh, you know, potato chips or or fries or whatever and and see how how you can control that input of negative foods on your body okay the next one is is something that i want to break down there's this there's this myth that like you have to exercise if you're depressed go out and exercise because it's going to release endorphin put oxygen around your body and make you feel awesome okay that is true 
But let me ask you this question. When you're feeling depressed, like you're the lowest point in your entire life, do you really feel like getting your gym gear on and hitting those weights? Um, I don't think so. So what you need to do is something very simple. And I've done this. I've, I've been in both situations. I've tried to force myself to go to the gym and I couldn't even pick my legs up off the floor. That's how depressed I was. But then I tried something different. I just went out for a walk. And it was five minutes. It was no pressure. It just went out for a five-minute walk and then I increased it. Like the day after, I went out for a 10-minute walk and a 15-minute walk and a 20-minute walk and an hour walk. Exercise does help. Fresh air is amazing because it's new. It's different. It's experiencing life in real time. It's not sitting in four walls watching a TV screen, which can be also therapeutic. But at the end of the day, you want something that's tangibly changing for your life. And walking did that for me and I loved it. You know, I found so much healing from just going out for a walk. And I do live by the sea, so I'm very blessed. But just going out for a walk and seeing different people do different things and seeing like just life going on, it helps you realize where you are and it centers you in reality. Okay, my last uh, tip here, my last strategy technique here is a very simple one. It's adopted from Buddhism. It's used in mindfulness, but it's a very simple technique. This is the most basic raw vision of it, and this is all you need. It's very, very good and it's profoundly impactful when you use it correctly. What you want to do is remove negative thought with positive ideas, okay? So if you're feeling really negative and feeling like, oh, you know, I, 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 you know, this is happening and that's happening and, you know, that spiral of like depressive states and depressive thoughts, if you're having those thoughts and when they hit, think about this and it's training, it's training, it's not going to go instantly, you just need to keep doing this, okay? And try it and about, after about five to ten times, it'll be amazing. When you're feeling negative thoughts and negative thoughts instantly hit your brain, think of a positive idea, which means like, think about something like, how could you raise money for charity? How could you help somebody in need? How could you do something that's selfless? How could you raise more money for the food bank? How could you help people who are homeless? Those things, those thoughts, those positive plans of changing the world will align your mind with something so greater than the negative rot that is eating your mind that you don't need and it should never be there but it's just caused by like existential kind of realities and third parties that you just want to take control back. And taking control back is by ingesting, inputting positive ideas into your life. That in itself is so amazing. It's so humbling. And you're going to feel so much better afterwards. I swear, if you just did that, you, just for a week, you'd feel so much, so much better. And I love it. You know, like I think that these tips can help people in such a great way. And if you agree, if you agree that these tips can help people, why not share them on your Facebook page? And why not share on your Instagram page or Twitter page? Because sharing is caring and I'm all about caring for people. And if you want to help me care for people, please share this. Peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please share this with anybody and everyone who you think can get some benefit from it. And also, I know a bunch of you guys who haven't already subscribed to this podcast, but listen, so please go over and subscribe to it now so you don't miss an episode. Also, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at the Aspie World, the T-H-E, Aspie, A-S-P-I-E, and then World, W-O-R-L-D, so the Aspie World. All right, guys, thanks.